Hi and welcome everyone to the 44th episode of Serum Rocks. This is Marcus Allenson and today's podcast will be about tools for dynamic CRM. So what is a good customer relationship for me? I guess that I I usually try to focus on 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 making sure that I understand my customers of course and try to have short lead times. That means that if someone calls me or sends me an email, I'd like to respond to them as quickly as I can. Perhaps sometimes I have meetings, then of course I cannot answer the phone right away, but I usually call up after and and ask them, uh, ask what's happening and, and, and what's going on. Usually that's a start of an incident or a case that I, I need to handle for some of my customers because something has happened. So that means that they know that they have reached me and that they know that I'm working on it. Um, perhaps it's just a short question. Oh, how can we do this or that? And then they get the answer right away or, or then I try to, to, uh, to give them feedback as soon as possible. That can lead to sort of a, a chopped up uh, day, but um, I think that's worth it in the long run. Who are my customers? Uh, I think that my customer is always the end user who is going to use the system. Uh, I, I try to make a CRM system for the users and not for the managers. And that can be quite hard to achieve, actually, because it, it can be really hard to get to know the end users if you're only allowed to talk to the upper management. But then sometimes you have to fight to sort of find the users, talk to them about, okay, what is the daily work that you do? How do you find out the process? And try to, to make things that, is, that are the best for them. So what is it that I do? Yeah, that's an interesting question. So I am a CRM consultant. And I do most things in a, in a CRM project. So everything from a workshop with the customer working out the solution, proposing the solution, estimating that time, uh, try to to stick to that, doing the development or customization, depending on what's needed, then implementation at the customer site and support at the end. So I I like to do all of the that range and, and I think that's good because then you sort of can do most things i mean i do to do i get to do development in visual studio i get to to meet the customer and i think that's a great mix for me so what i would like to start with is the crm sdk and for me that's more than a tool because it's just it's both online and downloadable so there there is a sample for 
all kind of things and and look up for i i mean most of the things that you you need in your typical start for example does this entity support create do it support update to this or that field yes so all of that things are included in that so if i'm looking for something that i haven't done in a while or something that's brand new a feature for example i look at that and try to see if they got any example of how to do it and then i look at the online side to to see that and if i find it there then i go look at the code in the downloaded version that i have locally and and take it from there and try to understand how the solution works not just copy paste it into my visual studio and uh, of course online they have uh, samples that are not just solutions for visual studio but solution for other development environments as well in, in that sdk there are some tools that are good to to use and one of them are the um, plugin registration tool that can be pretty nifty if you're developing a, a plugin and you're registering that in your development environment that's how i usually do it the first time i register it there so i get all the things set up correctly sometimes i need filtering attributes on on the plugin so it just triggers on what i need then there are i mean web resource utility you can look at the web resources download them from your crm system a metadata browser that is for uh, for checking out the metadata configuration migration i think that is uh, for uh, migrating lists of data from one crm environment to the next uh, so you can get all the those base data that you don't get from an export import of a solution uh, that tool is used for that so take a look at this this uh, sdk as um, provided by microsoft and and i think they've done a pretty good job with that next tool is of course the xrm toolbox by tanjai tuzard uh, my french is a little bit rough here but uh, so, so Tanjai is of, uh, from France and he's built the most popular helper tool for CRM and that is the XRM toolbox. Hands down the best tool to do most things that isn't in the user interface default in CRM. It got 30 plugins I think for the plugins today and it got things like the sitemap editor so it's easy to add entities and and change them around and hide things that that you don't use right now it has a view layout replicator when i do development i just change the active for example there are 
active account. So once I go through that with the, the customer and then we change, okay, what what uh, attributes do you want showing? How do you want it sorted? And then I just copy it and paste it into all the other views from there. And then I make the exceptions. Perhaps uh, on the all accounts, I want a status and status reason, but that's perhaps not needed in the active views and all of that things. So that is really nifty. It's a huge time saver if you have like 10, 15 views in an entity and you want to add one field or, or just update one of them and just copy it to the next and that's a huge time saver. It got the plugin like Easy Translator where you can change the translations or or make them if you got your own custom entities and custom fields that you want to provide translation for that. Nowadays it got the it got the ribbon workbench and I will come back to that because that's that's so good it got its own thing here. Fetch XML Builder, that's pretty popular too, that you can sort of create your Fetch XML in there and has it got all the features of the Fetch XML, not the, just the ones that you get from doing an advanced find. Um, and then of course you can create your own plugin if you're not satisfi satisfied. I mean, perhaps you have your own productivity tool that you want to do just the way you want it. And you don't want to handle this, oh, I want to connect here, I want to connect there, how is the user interface going to show up? Then this plugin thing for the, the plugin model for XRM toolbox is really good because then you don't have to take that into account and develop that for each tool. You just plug into this model and the XRM toolbox will take care of those things for you. Uh, and you can focus on, okay, what is it that I want to do for my productivity tool that I do often enough that it's, uh, it's helpful to have this helper thing that you, that you do. Let's say that you want to copy a chart from one place to another to 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 sort of have okay, I always want this or that showing in my chart. Then perhaps it's a standard field, it's the same on all the entities, like created on, created by, something like that, and you want to move that around, go ahead, do it in your own plugin. So the Ribbon Workbench, that's uh, developed by Scott Duro, and that's uh, that's so good. It, it's used to be in a solution that you imported to your CRM, uh, CRM organization, but uh, nowadays it lives inside the XRM toolbox. And it's used to, to change the, the buttons that you see in the CRM application. So those used to be called ribbon and, and the buttons expanded bigger and smaller depending on how much size it got, just like Outlook and all of the Office package, all of the Office programs used to do. 
but now Serum got this command bar and, and the ribbon is sort of hidden on, on most entities and places, but some places it's still there. But this ribbon workbench, if we want to hide a button or change the order so that the, so one of the buttons under the dot 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 on the form is lifted up to the ones that you actually do see as a standard, then the ribbon workbench is the place to go. I mean, it's so easy to just click on a button, say hide one of them, and then import it back to CRM and you can add your own button, tell, tell, uh, tell CRM what it means when it should be hidden or visible, enabled or not, and you can hook it up to your own custom, custom JavaScript, uh, so you can do whatever you, your heart desires with your button and that's really good and then i wanted to um, make a plug here for uh, for the crm solution manager as it used to call be called and i would like to call that too but now they changed the, the name to xrm toolkit and for me, it's a little bit too close to the XRM toolbox that I used to talk about just just now. So I will still call it the solution manager. So the CRM solution manager. And that's an extension to Visual Studio. So all of the web resources I develop in Visual Studio. And then I want to upload them and publish them to CRM so I can try them out and see how it works and and do all of that F12 stuff that I do as a web and front-end developer for CRM. So I use this CRM solution manager for that. So that's that connects to my CRM organization and then it stores that and I can then just right click in see in Visual Studio, see say upload if I haven't done a connection on that particular web web resource, it's going to say, okay, is this an existing or a new web resource? And then I can connect it to a web resource or create a new one from there and and then it will remember that link and then it will just replace the one I have in CRM with the one I have in Visual Studio and it saves so much time instead of having to use the CRM interface to sort of okay I want to copy the code paste it into the form in CRM click save click publish and then I can go to CRM and F5 whatever thing that I was testing and try to see if my change see if my change made did the things that I thought it should be doing and that's a huge time saver for me because I do a lot of web resources especially JavaScript but sometimes the HTML and CSS can be cumbersome as well and and this this really speeds up that development a lot. 
And you can use it for uh, custom workflow activities and plugins. So that means that you you make the assembly and then you upload that to CRM. And that, that's, that's the same thing there. So once you um, hook it up to, to your CRM organization, it's going to say, okay, I found something if you already have it in your org or it's going to say, yeah, oh, let's load it up and then you can hook up those uh, events either from within your CRM solution manager right inside Visual Studio or you can go back to that plugin registration tool that I was talking on uh, talking about before. So you can hook up your create, update, delete on some entity or even um, execute so you get on all the reads and all of the changes to, to that entity. And then you can set the filter, set your images so you get the data in and out from that and then you're good to go. So again, that speeds up that development. So once you have a plugin and something has changed, you want to do the changes in Visual Studio, just right click it, deploy it, see if it works, trigger the action again and go from there. And, and I mean, that's a huge time saver. And if you have an older CRM version, I think it's from CRM 4 to 2013. And this only applies to two on premise, but that is the CRM diagnostics tools. Uh, and of course I will add uh, the links to the show notes here, but it's a codeplex solution, but it's developed from Microsoft initially. And that is so that you can enable the tracing on the server side and uh, enable and disable that. And, and standard is verbose. So if you enable that, it will pretty soon fill up your CRM data disk. But if you got some problems with the, uh, with a plugin or something is is weird and you can't figure out why you can enable this trace for a short while and then you can stop it again and then you can read the trace logs and and that's really nifty because sometimes you're not quite sure what's happening sometimes it was a long time ago and now something is crashed and you're not sure why because you haven't changed in six months and you've moved on but the trace logs can be a little bit hard to read so that's why there's a CRM trace reader also on codeplex and also the the links will be in the show notes and that's really helpful so you can get a grip on okay what was the order you can filter it really easy so you just see the exceptions and then you can find okay this was the the thread it was running on what was happening just before was there a timeout was there a lock did i lock it uh, in my plugin because i did something that you shouldn't be doing stuff like that is is uh, really easy to see once you 
get into the deal details there and uh, and then i would like to go back to to the to the um, uh, the xrm toolbox and and talk a little bit more about uh, plugins there because it got so many plugins to to help with things i mean uh, and nowadays you can set the templates for for the user settings but what happens if you want to change the user settings to all of the users so that's you got that user setting default so you can go in and bulk change the user settings or the outlook sync rules and all of that stuff so you don't have to go and find that out and click it to click it to click go with every single record or build your own tool so that is again huge time saver and and it's easily one of the the best tools out there okay so this was a short episode but uh, thanks for listening and uh, see you next time on CRM rocks